supplement number three. Uh, the latest episode of the podcast was, um, or is, uh, several incarnations, one life, or something to that effect. I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on, um, on something there. So I mentioned, you know, in an episode that I'd gone to a funeral of a friend and there was a lot of people from my past there. And so we're talking, uh, this one person, I consider him a friend, you know, though we, you know, haven't spent a lot of time with each other in probably the last 10 years. You know, thanks to social media, we both know that the other's still alive. We have a relative idea of what they're doing, though my personal account isn't quite that active. <clears throat> more just focused on the infinite spark of being. Uh, truthfully, that feels more like me than, <laughs> than my personal account. Sometimes I check in with a post that says, still running barefoot, and that's about it. Um, but um, we're sitting there, and he's talking to me, and he's talking to me like it is uh, 10 years ago. He's assuming certain things about my political, social beliefs. Um, and he's doing that based off of something that's happening in his mind. His experience of me in that moment is only happening in his mind. His experience of me in that moment doesn't exist it doesn't even exist in his mind. It's just a concept that this symbol attached with a name. So he assumes that, oh, his mind says this symbol elicits this reaction. This symbol means these things. I might as well have been, um, you know, it'd be funny if I was maybe wearing one of those white uh, Lycra suits. You know, you know, there's the ones that like they dress up in green for green screens, like I could wear that and I'd have a white face, white head, just be like a white thing. And then his eyes could be like movie projectors and he just projects whatever. And this is what we all do, not just him, but, you know, project whatever he sees onto this white screen. Regardless of who I believe I am, regardless of how most people that are close to me at this point might see me, he still projects this thing. And his thing doesn't exist. His mind is his own world. And it, for me, that doesn't exist. For him, he believes that it does. So his belief in that elicits this reaction. Now, my identity for me, what I believe, you know, I mean, I don't, I, mean, I don't know anymore what I am or how I even am or what I even believe in. I mean, I have beliefs, but like, but mine doesn't exist either. Mine definitely doesn't exist to him in his world. And even if I sat there and told him who I believed I was right now and got into like what my job is now and like what I do, it still would not, probably not elicit the response from him that I think it should have. Or he might even hear it differently. Who knows? Because remember the mind uses symbols to tell the body how to feel. The mind is reminding the body how to feel. So we're sitting there and, and his version of me doesn't have existence. My version of me doesn't have existence. And here we are. 
he's operating off of an old incarnation of me. He is using old models to feel into me, what I am like, and this and that, you know. Um, that's all, well, that's all it is, you know, and hopefully you find people that have a version of you in their mind that is, you know, pleasant. It's just, that's all it is. You know, I, Keith, doesn't exist. Where is it? You know, which one is the right one? You know, like, what does exist? There's swirling particles that create things to our vision that we see and feel a certain way about, but, you know... I don't know, it's weird, like, you start thinking about it, all we do is, you know, we're just projecting, I have that illustration, I don't know if it made it into one of the books or not, of these two individuals, and they have projectors on their heads, you know, I should probably revisit that, you know, but that's, actually I just had an idea for an illustration, but that's what, um, that's all that's happening, right? It's our projection of what's going on. It's interesting, you know? And still, you know, we can know that and we can play with it and then it doesn't keep us from getting caught up, you know? I mentioned in the new episode that all we're really doing is trying to find a thought exercise that we can maintain in our life that gives us a more pleasant experience, you know? It's wild. Like, I, I was just, just now, I was, uh, I went diving. I got some new fins, some new long fins, and I wanted to, you know, I got them, but I've only been, like, when I say diving, like free diving or snorkeling, but I'd only been with clients, so I haven't gotten to really, like, you know, cut loose with them. Instead, I've just been staying tangled up in the cord that goes to a free dive buoy that allows them to hang on for dear life. So I went and I was, you know, swimming around and I love them. They're so fast and fun. And there's scuba divers everywhere for some reason. I don't know what's going on, but they're everywhere at this one particular spot. And, um, you know, it's like everything... Like, my body would respond to everything being so personal. I can't remember, like, there's also snorkelers everywhere, and I, I can't tell you how many times, like, somebody, like, almost kicked me. And it, it was weird. They're just, like, in packs. It's very strange. But, but I was watching my reactions to this and how personally I was taking it. And it's, like, they don't even, like, they have, I have this idea of what and who they are. Like, a feeling, Right? That feeling is always, ah, oh, you thoughtless dummy. But they're probably not a thoughtless dummy. I'm just being a thoughtless dummy. I'm being a thoughtless dummy, so I'm assuming they're a thoughtless dummy. And I am being thoughtless. I'm just reacting. I'm not responding to any of it skillfully. I'm just, I mean, I'm not like yelling and pulling on people's fins and stuff. But inside, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. 
So it was fun to watch that happen. I kept trying to just be there. And, oh, it was good. It was interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just these symbols, right? I'm noticing that... Um, no, that's in my head too. That's not real either. Since it's saying it. I don't know. I uh, recently had been uh, dealing with um, a health thing, which is weird because I never really, other than like, you know, colds and COVID or, you know, whatever, I do have a back injury that comes back and forth, and I've got like, you know, knee stuff from, you know, all sorts of things and ankle. You know, they, I, I live a very active life. And, um, you know, some of these injuries are really old, some of them aren't. But recently I let my, uh, kind of let my nutrition go to shit. It was this weird, like, math of, well, if I run this many miles, I can just eat bullshit. <laughs> it's not the case. But I had this issue, and I, I always had this fear of, like, these lessons that you learn here. And I've had some steep ones, you know, and, last couple of years has been an interesting course course of study but I had like a like a health thing that was alarming at first and you know, I did some googling and I was like alright well it's not that bad but it kind of nudged me to you know get back on my game as far as nutrition goes but I kept telling friends you know that you know it's afraid of the next lesson that was going to deal with my mortality granted this you know didn't deal with my mortality but it was in the body and it wasn't like I don't know I feel like when it's just inflamed tissue or joints or whatever it's like eh, it's not life or death I don't know but it was interesting that this thing was happening and I didn't uh I didn't get anxious about it. I just kind of was like, oh, well. I, I took action. I didn't take action frantically. I didn't... I was just like, okay, well, we got to do this now. But it was a moment where I got to see that practice is working. You know, it was similar to the feeling after my mom... Well, during my mom's death and well, she's dropping the body and after she did and all this stuff and that, that sense of like oh like based on my behavior and how I felt about it like clearly all of this practice is working and it's helping and it's that moment when you start going to the gym or running or whatever and you cross a new barrier you start to notice like a change in your body and you get kind of excited You're like oh, I want to do more of this and um, I felt that with this episode with my, my body, which was good. You know, I was like, okay, so this is working. <laughs> you know, it was a nice little attaboy. You know. Um, but this, this thing of the incarnation, you know, um, that this person is talking to me from the point of view of a different incarnation of mine, you know, um, 
What's interesting is that it was his perception of that time in my life, not my perception of that time in my life. You know what I mean? It's just, it's weird. None of it's real. None of it has an objective reality. None of it has an existence. It's just this inward experience of the mind, you know, that that's all we're really dealing with. It's like you experience stimuli that triggers a response. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that, you know, just that, like, you know, you you meet somebody and then you like them in a romantic or intimate way and then you feel feelings, you know, and then they do something that you aren't crazy about. You know, and then that feeling subsides, right? And I notice that, and it's like, oh, so as long as they fall into that model that I have of them, then then I will continue to feel this feeling. But as soon as they step outside of that model, that feeling goes away. You know, and I, I wondered how many times in my life did I make excuses for you know, I don't know, that feeling would go away and I would, they'd do something that I thought wasn't wise or skillful and I was like, but I'd stick around anyway, you know, and just let it turn into a weird friendship or roommate situation. Um, I don't know. Like, I want that. Like, I want to, you know, fall in love and again with somebody and all that stuff but then there's just the knowing that eventually it just kind of changes or does it always I mean I'd like to think that you know I see people that you know they seem like they're you know in love and it's good you know and everything's great I'd love to have that you know I don't know if it's realistic for me Maybe I've just thought myself into a weird, lonely corner. I don't know. <laughs> Remember my mom, you know, when I first, uh, I met the, my ex-wife um, on tour with friends and I let my mom know at 23, I was 23 and she was 21. I don't know if she listens to this. I'd like to think that she does. If you're listening, hey, what's up? Um, but uh, I remember my mom going, you know, if this goes well, if this goes as well as it could possibly go between you and her, one of you gets to watch the other one die. I remember being shocked at that, but in my head thinking, like, oh, fuck, right? And, but outwardly going, yo, so. <laughs> I think about that, you know? 
about that a lot. It's like right. Well, the reason I'm thinking about this is because, you know, recently, not that my mortality was in danger or anything like that, but I was just like, man, like how attached to this am I? And I started thinking like, who am I attached to? You know, I have no children. I have no significant other. I have no pets right now. I, I have Troy, if you're listening. <laughs> Those of you that know Troy, yeah. I have you, you know, you guys would miss me, some of you. You know. If something happened to you right now, I'd be bummed, but you know, life would go on. You know, we I'd miss you. Miss me. But I don't really have anything, you know. The only thing I really have is like I thought about was the infinite spark of being was that I would like to continue trying to shift people's awareness or consciousness in a way that allows them to understand life differently. And not that I have a, you know, that I have this, you know, great understanding of it. I just kind of share with you the way I see it and the way I approach it. But then it made me think, like, what's the, you know, hanging on to I thought maybe this is what the whole thing is is that's you know you eventually you you burn through your incarnations this current incarnation right now isn't particularly attached to anything you know I have no grandparents no parents no kids no significant other you know my cousins they'd be bummed they'd be really sad I'd miss that if something happened to him. But if I'm the one dying, like, you know, it's not like I, you know. It's a weird thing to think about, but I think we should spend more time with that, more time thinking about our mortality. Because those thoughts did make me think, okay, you got to get back on your nutritional health. You can't keep doing this bullshit. You know? Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Those thoughts, like, they, they scared me. You know, like, I was like, oh, this feels bad. But, I, you know, it's like you got to kind of dive into it. So I just kept pushing myself to look at it. You know, what do I really care about? Again, my mort- I, wasn't so, I wasn't sick that, like, my, my, you know, I was going to die or anything. But it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, these things are going to happen because you're 45 now. You know, the, the meat suit isn't going to, you know... You got to start taking, you know, better care of it if you want it to, to last. You know, you don't want these little things to turn into big things. So I started uh, every night drinking golden milk. Some of you know what that is. And for those of you that think I'm talking about piss, haha, I'm not talking about pee-pee. Um, <laughs> I bought the pouch at Whole Foods, like the turmeric and the whatever, it suggests plant-based milk, but um, I like uh, I like milk milk. So I, you know, mix it with like milk milk. I don't know how many of you just. I think some people assume that when you're into this sort of stuff, you're automatically vegan because they believe that like this is like the highest pursuit is spirituality, and then they think that vegan is the most spiritual thing you can. That's humorous, but no, I'm not vegan. Um, 
Anyway, I've been drinking golden milk, really taking care of the inf- inflammation in my body. Yeah. Remember Lama Lohsan telling me that I should, you know, that you, you got to take care of your body so you can practice Dharma. And I just kind of nodded. I was like, yeah, of course. But now it's like, oh, like, if I'm going to teach and help, then I need to take care of my body and my mind and so that I'm sound and healthy and I can live out my karma and, you know, hopefully walk away from this at the end. I don't know, though. You know, I think about, like, this has been fun, so I don't know that I... I would give a shit if there's another rebirth. Whatever. Um, oh, beautiful sunset. It is 721 in South Florida right now. It is gorgeous. Wow. Florida sky. Um, anyway, what was the point of this? Oh, the incarnations and what exists and what doesn't exist. But yeah, I, when I was talking to this person, it was like, yeah, you are, you're, you know, he was experiencing his, this old incarnation, his incarnation. Actually, when you think about it, it was probably like his old incarnation interacting with the meaning of my body. It's so weird. What is people? Like, what? <laughs> what is a conversation? You know, I think about good conversation. Like, you're stimulating each other. You know, you're turning each other on. And I'm saying this, and then you're saying that. And you're, we're laughing, or we're, you know. I don't have many conversations people with people, rather, that I, I disagree with. I'm basically surrounded with people that I like. So, you know. I'm also not like, you know, I'm not the way, I, I, at one point in my life, I was a bit intense, believe it or not, I don't think I'm that intense now, but yeah, when I think about my friends and I talk, we laugh and, you know, say wild shit and then like build on it and share funny things with each other, you know, those are good conversations. And I guess in those moments, I have what I believe you are in my mind, the concept that I have of you, and then I share with it the things that I think that my concept of you would enjoy, things that you would think are funny, so I send them to you, or I say them, or I tag you on it, or whatever, you know, and then I have a conversation. The reason I think about this a lot is because at work, we have a place where, um, the clients kind of congregate and uh, and and you listen to the conversations and it's like what is happening right now (laughs) you know it's uh, not to you know bag on like work stuff but it's like and some of you do this and you're not in a facility trying to get well so take a look at that but you know, you're complaining about things, hoping to get somebody to sign off and validate your complaint. Like, that's the whole conversation. And then they go, yeah, and I don't like this thing either. And you go, yeah, me either. And then you both just sit there and exchange things that you think are shit. And, like, that's it. That's the whole thing. My friend Mason and I, like, when we go out to we go out to get tacos or something, and like, you know, I'll say, 
I run things by him. I do that with the short, like I run things by my friends. Go, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know? People you respect. It's good to have friends you respect. And my hope is in those conversations is that, you know, if my, like, maybe my thinking, my thought patterns aren't really working out or they feel sticky or sludgy. And I want your input to kind of refine it or change it. Like this clearly isn't right, but I can't get out of it. So can you say something to me to give me a different point of view? Those conversations I love. I love like noticing that my thinking is fucked up and wanting so badly for you to change it. (laughs) That's my favorite. It's like, oh my God, this is fucked. Give me a different point of view. I can't. I know I'm being an idiot. Please educate me. Those are my favorites. Yeah, my cousin Katie's good for that. She gives me a fun perspective. Like recently I did with my homestead exemption tax. <laughs> um, anyway, that's um, that's all I've got, really. Shit, this was probably as long as a podcast. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how supplemental benefit of a supplement this was all right bye bye